Hello, welcome once again to, well, Sean Fox. What, what is the name of this podcast? It is Cortana's Communiques. The Halo Podcast, a weekly episode or a podcast on each episode of the Paramount Plus television series Halo, based off of the Xbox uh, series video games Halo. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how's it going? I'm fine, Phil. How are you? Doing all right. And in the state, I mean, the Commonwealth of Virginia? Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how's it going? Good. Excellent. And in the province of Alberta, Canada? It's Sean. Hope everyone's doing well. Indeed. Uh, And hopefully everybody is enjoying... Uh, Easter and Passover, which uh, are this week. Uh, today we are recording on April 18th, 2022, uh, the day after Easter, uh, at least the, the the Western Christian Easter, uh, the Eastern Eastern Christian, the Eastern Orthodox Easter. There, I said it correctly. It's a tongue twister. Is uh, next Sunday, so uh, hopefully folks enjoy that as well. So a lot of folks. Uh, uh, hopefully, uh, we're spending time with family and friends. Um, so, um, for folks that are curious, we usually try to get these episodes out on Mondays. Uh, but uh, until for the next two weeks, uh, so uh, the episode that's coming out, episode five and episode six, will actually come out the following Tuesdays due to uh, weekend um things that are occurring for some of your co-hosts so we are going to record our episodes on monday the 25th and the second uh for episodes five and six um tonight we're going to discuss episode four of the halo series which came out on april 14th 2022 and that was entitled homecoming Homecoming, uh, directed by Roel Rene, Rene, um, who actually directed episode three. And this is the first episode that is written by different writers than the showrunners. Uh, this episode is written by Justine Joel Gilmer and Stephen Kane. Uh, so that's the stuff behind the scenes. Uh, so I guess we can go around and discuss a few things, but before we do, just a couple more house cleaning. Uh, first off, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. It's a website that has uh, multiple podcasts, which started with the Dark Discussions podcast, which is the headliner and has been around for about 12 years now. Um, it's a weekly podcast that discusses genre films. Um, this uh, podcast here, Cortana's Communiques, the Halo podcast, can be found uh, multiple places, wherever podcasts are found, including darkdiscussions.com. And it will be under two feeds, wherever podcasts are found, under Cortana's Communiques, the Halo podcast. But it'll also be found under the Dark Discussions podcast as well, that feed as well. Um, so uh, you can email us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com. And you can give us your feedback, and we will read it on the podcast. Uh, just put in the subject basically uh, Cortana or Halo or, or something like that. And we'll know it's for this podcast here specifically. And you can also email us a different way too, by just going to darkdiscussions.com and pressing the contact us 
uh, menu choice, and it will open up a box where you can email uh, through a form. Um, now, uh, Sean, uh, what else can people find? Uh, something about Patreon or something? What's that all about? I believe that there's a sh- fancy, shiny button on the Dark Discussions page where you can uh, assist the podcast people who work very hard to produce 100 million different podcasts uh, that are all for free. So if you'd like to, to help the, the crew, you can uh, do so by going to Patreon, either through the link or is it what's the the uh, direction if you're just going to type it out the phil oh yes uh patreon.com backslash dark discussions thank you uh so what you can do is for every five dollars that you donate uh each month to the podcast you then get to have a choice for a movie that can be reviewed uh and it's there's a raffle done every quarter and uh what happens is uh if you're say you're not picked in that quarter, your pick will still remain in the pot and just accumulate to the number. So it's just, it's waiting there to get picked sometimes. So, but the point of it is, is that uh, this podcast isn't free for uh, the people who are doing it. So any assistance that you can provide financially is appreciated. Excellent. Yep. Thank you for all who do donate. Uh, appreciate it. And, uh, episodes on either Dark Discussions Podcast or Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews Podcast on your Patreon picks, as uh, Sean mentioned. Um, all right, so uh, let's get into our thoughts on tonight's episode here. So uh, let's start with you, Mike. Uh, what did you think of Homecoming? It was okay. I liked a lot of it. I think it... I don't think... It's not that it ended on a sour note. It just kind of ended on a bland note. Uh, but other than that, they had a lot of stuff in there I liked. I do think they're finally getting somewhere with Quan's story. Um, I thought it was interesting. So the first episode, we started with action. The second episode, we had like almost no action. The third episode, we had action kind of in the middle. And then this episode, we had action kind of at the end. So they seem to be avoiding a formula, which is nice to see. Um, it's not like uh, the old days when I used to be able to set my watch as to when uh, uh, Bill Bixby was going to be turning into the Hulk in every episode. Um, so that's a little bit of variety. They they fleshed out uh, the one teammate. Uh, so what, what what's her name? Kai. Kai. Yeah. They, yeah. So Kai, they, they, Kai. They started fleshing her out. Something. I forget her number. Yeah. And I found that. Um, that subplot pretty interesting. Um, a little more, I don't know, mediocre on the on the actual Master Chief storyline, which was okay, but I don't think anything for me that was terribly surprising. All right, anything else, Mike? I think that's it off the top of my head. Okay, sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Um, I generally feel about the same way that Mike feels. Uh, I still am not enamored with the Quan storyline, but at least it got a little more active um, by the end of this episode. Master Chief's story was interesting when it got to the end of his story, um, but up until then, it was a little bit slow. Um, And then I really did like the story of the other Spartan, the female Spartan, and how 
I thought maybe she was going to tell on him and instead she utilized that information for herself. So I really like that. Um, I do feel like there was way too much switching back and forth between the different characters. I would have preferred a more fluid narrative where maybe it would have been a little longer for the pieces and less back and forth. I felt that made it a little choppy. Um, but other than that, it was an okay episode, not my favorite. Um, but the Spartan part, I really liked. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, I, um, yeah, I, I'm not too enamored with the, the Quan story. Um, I read some reviews and every review pretty much says they don't like that story, which, uh, is interesting. So it's, it's definitely not an anomaly, uh, that, a lot of folks on this podcast aren't necessarily fans of the Quan story either. I do agree with Mike and Barrett uh, about the the Kai one twenty five uh, story. That was kind of interesting, and um, her seeing what happened with Cortana and Master Chief from last week paid off for this week. Uh, and again, it let us wonder which way she was going to go, and actually, she used it for the same reason um, as Barrett said, which was to be just like Master Chief. Uh, I did uh, enjoy that storyline, and um, I generally did like the Master Chief storyline, too. Um, it was interesting to see some of the flashbacks and the virtual reality stuff, and again, the use of Cortana uh, more, and um, maybe uh, as, as uh, Mike mentioned, either offline or in last week's episode that Halsey may um, have done a false flag or something on his home planet um, instead of uh, actually a, a, a pandemic happened and, and he just happened to be a survivor there. Uh, but we'll find out further. Um, I did um, have some understanding why some fans of the games would, would still be upset because again, um, Master Chief has his helmet off a lot and, you know, I know the Mandalorian, that doesn't happen at all. And in the game Halo, it doesn't happen at all. So I could understand why people are flustered. Um, also, I could understand how people are flustered that we're not focusing more on the aliens. Um, and even if Mackie is a made up uh, character for the show, um, her story is part of the alien story, and that would have been cool to have more of her um, in the in the series so far, especially in this past episode. Um, the choppiness that Barrett made, makes is valid. Um, oddly, it didn't bother me that much because I was used to seeing it in Game of Thrones and Westworld and various other television series where they go back and forth in an ensemble cast. Uh, but in this show, I could see it being an issue for some folks. And this may be partly the reason Barrett has issues with it is because again, the main character, um, master chief isn't focused on, uh, as much as, as you would think he would be based off of, uh, the video game series. Uh, so, but all in all, uh, the episode was, was, was pretty good. Um, and hopefully they'll get into some, really good alien action uh, going forward. Uh, let's go with you, Sean. Uh, not much special that I can say otherwise. I mean, the Kai storyline was really enjoyable, so I'm interested to see what they're going to do with that. Uh, I, again, 
uh, I know I sound negative and I apologize for that. I just don't care about the Quan stuff. Like, I just don't, I, I'm sure that there's a reason to be empathetic for the cause. And I just, I don't, there's just the presentation or whatever of the story. I just don't care. And it just, it feels like it's, uh, grinding <laughs> to get through the sequences to get to something else. And I'm sure that's not what the intention is. And I'm maybe I'm, you know, in the minority for feeling that way, but that's just, it feels it drags down everything else. So, um, but the, the master chief stuff was, was interesting. Uh, I really do think that uh, Halsey did a false flag of some kind. Mm -hmm. Um, What it was specifically, we'll find out maybe, but I really do not think she has good intentions. I don't think she's a good person. <laughs> um, and just, uh, I, the th I'm wondering the reason maybe they didn't have the alien stuff this or the covenant stuff this week was be just maybe budgetary reasons. Could be. So, um, but otherwise, I mean, aside from the, the, the Quan storyline, the episode was fine. Again, nothing great, nothing terrible per se. So it just, it just, it is is going. So hopefully, next episode will give us more for what we watched this past episode. All right, sounds good. Um, all right, let's uh, get into specifics. Uh, obviously, for folks who are known to this podcast. Um, which we are the second most listened to podcast, to my knowledge, about Halo, the TV show on Stitcher. Um, you, you already know where, where we go, but folks who have just joined us, um, yeah, they, we're obviously going to spoil. Uh, most people who are listening to this podcast have been following the show, watched the show, are fans of the show. So that's the reason why they're listening to this podcast. Uh, so obviously we're going to talk about anything and everything and uh, – whatnot so all right with that before, uh, before we get too far into it i want to respond to what you were talking about um about my comment on the choppiness yeah, yeah I, go ahead I, yeah i watched game of thrones as well i just felt like this episode in particular felt choppy i don't mind ensemble and switching of point of views i just didn't feel like this one did a good job of where to make those positions in the show so I think they could have done it in a more fluid way. It just I, felt choppy. I think some of it may have been attempting to build tension in, in stories that didn't really have much tension to them. Yes, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I can see what you mean there. Um, there wasn't necessarily like an easy or obvious uh, breaking point in a lot of these stories to intertwine them, to interconnect them. You know, Master Chief is basically doing the RoboCop thing, right? Where he's walking through his house, you know, reliving oh, yeah. his past, um, which is fine. I think there was a lot of it. Um, I don't know that we needed all of it. No, because the basic intent was to find out that he knew Halsey back then. Yeah, and among other things, I think they're trying very hard to take a character that has had no character over the last 20 years yep. and to and to build character with him to give him backstory and maybe to get empathy. But I think 
I think the majority of the audience, I, I'm really curious what the demographics are on this. I think the majority of the audience comes in with empathy for Master Chief because he's the main character. I think that's the problem with Quan is that she is so disconnected. And so it's the same thing with Soren. So disconnected from, uh, I, to the best of my knowledge, anything having to do with the, the game and its history. Um, that there's not a natural entry point and it's just time that we're not spending on the things that I think people are tuning in to see. Also, yeah. Mike, if I can add to that too, uh, the Quan storyline um, is mostly focusing on humans being evil to humans, which has nothing to do with the Covenant War. So it's like, why, why do we, they even have it in there? And even if she wants to get vengeance or whatever she's trying to do on the planet, it was the aliens, the covenant that killed her father, not yeah. the, the the government that took over after the fact. So it doesn't make any sense either. Her, the, the whole bit about that. So I, I think Barrett, you may be thinking the same as me on that. Yes. It, it, it's her father. The way he was killed was not by that. Now everybody she's come in contact with, she's gotten killed. <laughs> by the new yes, government. she's very good at doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, up until that point, I don't understand her need for vengeance. I mean, I know there was a rebellion already kind of going on. I she's feeling the need for vengeance. But... She wants to continue the, her father's cause. And yeah. I think that's why it got interesting this week is because they reveal that the father's cause maybe wasn't what she thought it was. Exactly, yep. yep. And I like that. Now, you still get um, Gorman, the whatever the character's name is, the, the mayor, the governor. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a general asshole. Uh, he's got absolutely no shading, which uh, I like the actor, but um, it would help if they gave him a little bit more uh, nuance, which I think they've done like with Halsey. And I think they've done yes. with, the, with the, the UN council where there's, there's shades of gray and she's just um, very, very, I'm not, he's just very, very black. Um, now I have to say I really like the assassin they sent after Quan. She was yeah. really cool. Yeah, I agree. She was good, but that's sort of that. Let's the, throw that's, a that's character the, in there. Yeah, that's the new new thing. You know, you know the the and not to sound uh, um, derogatory, but the hot kick-ass female character that you know young men like to watch in uh in video games or in comic books i don't or, think that's a new thing i mean we can go all the way back <laughs> to like tomb raider um that's true and uh, uh what's her face in uh the resident evil films yep that's true. so that yeah that's that's been around for a while yeah yeah that's true all right that's fair that's fair but uh it was almost like added into this show here well, I think they wanted a kick-ass yeah. character. They went they introduced yeah. a new kick-ass character. I don't, you know, that, that made it a female. I don't know if that's uh, has much to do with anything. Um, yeah, it probably helps for the demographic they're, they're they're trying to go for. I would think, but and and it also could help for a female audience too, because you know a lot of females are now thinking uh, or, or like the 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 kick-ass uh, warrior woman too, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't continue, 
So yeah, I may I may be reading more into it then. You know, I'm sure. No, I think it's a part of it. It's certainly a trendy yeah. thing. I don't. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, but there's also some people who are going to whine about it. Just I'm sure there's re- there's reasons that are you know, there are there are perfectly valid reasons not to like the Quan story, and then there's reasons that yeah. I think people are not going to like the Quan story that I don't want to get into. Sure. sure. Um. So, <laughs> uh, look, I think. I think the idea that there's more to it, they talk about there's some role that the family's going to have to play. So I'm, it's getting there. It's trying to connect it to, I guess, something larger because there's, there's now a mystery to the backstory that it's not simply. Um, but it has nothing to do with the covenant, though. We don't well, know I, that. Yeah, I, I think it's going to have to. Otherwise, there's no payoff, right? Right. <laughs> we don't know whether it does or not. And that's that's the thing. I think you're taking a little too long to get there. I'm yeah. going to be curious about Soren because I noticed this week his suit was 66. Okay. Was his suit number. And I just couldn't help but think that was like uh, back 66. Star- no, I was actually thinking back to Star Wars Order 66 being the, uh, the, the order to exterminate the Jedi. Six is often being used used as the devil's number. So I'm curious what the reason why they chose 66 could be Route 66, a character on a journey. Yeah, yeah, or, or it could be a six pack of beer. Sorry, probably not. Blame Joe. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's they're not interesting yet, but it's getting more interesting if it makes any sense. It's yep. better, I mean, because that's where the action was this week. That helped. Yeah. Um. I got they, to see that cool parkour it, move down the wall. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know what else is weird about that whole Quan stuff, too, is that Mike said it's getting there, but not quick enough. And yet it's moving too quick in a sense, too, because, you know, you're introduced to her aunt and then she's wiped. The aunt has killed him almost immediately. And it's like they're you know, giving want- us. They're not giving us a lot of reason to like Quan, though, because she's very in- impulsive. And not doesn't have much of a plan. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I mean, when she had her 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 uh, a hood down, and they see on the the virtual reality screen where everybody can look, and you know everybody's looking for her and whatever, and she they're not acting that concerned and stuff. I mean, and she's in this huge marketplace. I, I can't believe no one would have not noticed her. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was. It was it's moving too quick, but too slow. In other words, I think I'm where, where Sean is, which is just excise the whole thing out and, and focus on keys or Mackie or, or master chief and just forget the storyline. That's well, it's obviously too much of a part of their plan because it's not happening and it's continuing. So, (laughs) well, it could be the reason why these two showrunners are not coming back for next season and have been already been replaced with new showrunners. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe next in next season, it will all be a dream. (laughs) Well, they, you know, they, they could do what the, the new star Wars films do, which is, um, just uh, have cameos of those characters and, and you know the characters that no one likes, you know, like they did with Jar Jar Binks or um, the the um, the engineer character in in the recent Star Trek Star Wars films where she um, was big in the second film, but in the third film they just had her as a cameo. You know, because I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking that people have uh, these these big producers and directors now don't have any issues with 
um, uh, erasing a character as a main character in the next uh, sequence, you know. So at least it's been done. Um, let's see. Um, so where else do we want to go? Uh, anything else about the Quan stuff that we want to talk about? Um, there may be, but. Um, I'm trying to think of stuff. It just seems it does it does kind of uh, like Mike kind of said it does kind of suck that Burn Gorman's kind of getting wasted because he can right. he has <laughs> he ha he's versatile he can do a lot so yeah. it sucks that his character is just a like mustache mustache twirly. Oh yeah, right. right. Well, well, but even 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 his his scene this week was you, you know the 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 pulpy over the top. Uh, Theory um, chewing. Yeah, exactly. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, exactly. So it it didn't. It just was like eye rolling, you know. The you know he's in in the spar. You know he's basically playing uh, the the Egyptian emperor hedonist type of thing to the point of like over the top. And it's not his fault because we've seen him in, in Game of Thrones and other other shows and, and movies, and he, he's always a good actor. So I will say that it reminded me of like Xerxes. <laughs> In three hundred, yeah. or the uh, uh, three hundred, the uh, rise of the empire, where he's just, um, uh, it just yeah. yeah, like the he could I he can do evil good. He's done evil before. It just seems that like again they're not really giving him much, right? Or like what I don't know what the point is of him. Like other than he just like kills people and he seems like a Nazi. Yeah, and, like they made him look, they made look, look like, like a Nazi. Yeah, because <laughs> right. I think that's what you'd mentioned, Barrett, offline, right? Was that yeah. they just all look like Nazis, and <laughs> that's a something a trope you can go to for sure. But it just it seems right. like you mentioned this about like the story of Halo was supposed to be the humans versus the Covenant, right? But we've got we've got enough human against human stuff just with the UNSC. And all their little factions and stuff. I don't know if we needed to have this storyline to do more. Right. Exactly. Humans are bad. Kill, 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 kill. Right. Yep. I also, you know, we've seen in Star Trek, you know, with the Klingons and the, the various other uh, aliens. And in Star Wars, the same thing. There, there's no reason why they can't have a storyline of the aliens going, too. That is well, more because than, the aliens so. cost a lot more money than humans do. Yes, budgetary. <laughs> yeah, maybe. true that. <laughs> and and they're also trying to. I imagine that they they picture this series that fingers crossed. They're hoping it runs for many years, so they need to have a number of. They want to have a number of irons in the fire to develop different things. So it, so it's not simply the UNSC versus the UN, uh, versus the uh, versus the Covenant. Um, right. I mean well, the fact that they're using that they have a human. Uh, representing the covenant, I'm sure, is also part of that budget. Um, you know, and who knows? You know, the, if this show is successful, and it seems to have been, at least from from some perspectives, uh, I imagine they can throw more money that way. It'll be easier for them to uh, continue to, to use those CGI models to use the covenant. But until that, they get to there. Um, I think they've got to go. They've got to go. They, they're trying to develop the humans. The problem is they're they're picking this little backwater world 
which is a tiny little corner of the universe that does not seem to have a direct connection to what we're concerned with. I would be way more interested in seeing more political machinations with what's going on at the UN than what's going on with Halsey uh, and the general and and the with Kai and the the daughter than I am with what's going on with Quan's little backwater. Right. Well, you know what they could have done to, is they could have took like the Master Chief story and and placed it or or something similar to that on Madrigal uh, because that you know they did find an artifact on Madrigal, so they could have had the humans on that planet, uh, you know, doing a Raiders of the Lost Ark type of thing to try to get more information about the Forerunners and what what. what because, you know, once they found it, you would think they would stop mining and, and searching those caves and all that. You know, they, they just dropped it. And instead, they're having this war between humans against humans with Khan going there. And it's like, well, the war's over. Well, right. But I mean, that's the, all that doesn't need, we don't need any of the stuff we see in Khan's thing. And they could have just used Madrigal as a thing to find out more information about the forerunners, which are the aliens that made the halos because their artifact was found on that planet. So why not do an interesting storyline on that instead of this, this stupid, well, because we don't, well, again, you're government, but we don't know what they know. I don't think anybody knows about the artifact. Yeah. Right. This is again, the whole thing with the covenant. It's, it's not something that's well publicized. Well, either way, that um, I, th- I think uh, the Quan story in Madrigal do- doesn't even have to exist based well, on. I, what I, well, it, so I'm trying to avoid judging until we get there. But you know, they certainly have hinted that there's more to it than what you're seeing. That there's something about the family. The family has some sort of a destiny to it, which they're talking about with, um, you know, with which could tie into perhaps the artifacts. So maybe it'll get there somehow, but we'll see. It is going someplace, but it really has got to pay off at some point. And they need someone, something as an obstacle to get there, some sort of to, to throw in the path of this particular story arc. So they throw in Gorman, uh, the actor, the mayor, whatever, as as the obstacle that Quan's going to have to overcome. Still doesn't make us any interest, more interested in, in the Quan story, which, again, part of it's just that it's a built-in thing. If they were doing a series on, I don't know, doing a series on Batman, and then they introduced a brand new character and spent a whole lot of time on that character instead of spending time on Batman and Gordon and any other character interested in, I think you'd get the same response. This is what we're tuning in for. If this was a brand new world, and we had no connection, no familiarity with any of these characters, with any of these situations, I think there might be more interest, but it's not. We want to get back to the things that we know. That's an excellent analogy, Mike, because, um, you know, the fans of Batman and the Joker and, and Gordon and all that stuff are going in to see the, that stuff. So people who are fans of Halo are going in to see Master Chief, Cortana, the Arbiter, um, the, you know, the Covenant and among other things and keys and so forth. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange thing. Um, though, again, yeah, I mean, if, if you're not a fan of of Batman and you just go in watching Batman, then this new character may not be an issue, you know? So maybe that's, that's what the showrunners are thinking with the Quan storyline. I don't know. But anyway, you're right. I mean, we, we have to wait a little more 
episodes to see where it's going before we can really figure out how it ties back in and, and is it really worth the effort or will it fall flat and like, oh, they just added it to almost like filler. So we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, anything else anybody want to talk about, Quan, before we get into Kai and Master Chief stories? All right, sounds good. So we'll move on to the um, Kai and the Master Chief stories. Uh, which one do we want to start with? Let's go with Kai. Kai right, was the, the best. Okay. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Uh, Sean, uh, set it up. What, what's going on in this oh, storyline? Phil, you're always putting me on the spot here. So basically, <laughs> last episode, Kai had seen the Master Chief with Cortana removing the emotion chip or whatever thing that was in his back. And then we were left to, to wonder what she was going to do with that information. And then this episode, she actually takes the chip out of her herself. And uh, then you start to see her like realizing or, you know, now that she's like getting emotions that it, she seems disenchanted maybe with some of the stuff and how things are. At least that's what it kind of felt to me. Uh, and then there's, I, I did enjoy the interaction she had with Miranda because it, it, it gave you a little bit more about her and it also gave you a little bit more about Miranda. Agreed. It humanizes and both characters. Exactly. Yep. And that the, so that was, that was a much appreciated aspect. And I thought the, the actress who plays Kai did a really good job of being, you know, starting to do her little rebellious thing where like, you know, she dyed her hair and just like some of her responses were like the typical responses. So I thought, I thought she did a really nuanced performance that way where that was good. And I just like the, like what I was wondering if she was going to tell the other Spartans at one point, or if she's just going to keep this to herself. So, I mean, that's maybe something that will happen down the road because then you could get a situation where, and I, maybe I'm just going off on a tangent, but where you get the Spartans actually rebelling against Halsey. Well, and the interesting thing there is that she is the unknown quantity for Halsey. Yes. Because Halsey only knew that he did, and she planned that, but she did not plan on this. Yeah, and, like well, Miranda, and like Miranda says, Halsey doesn't accept defections or defectiveness. Right. Yeah. Right. So she's got to be careful, really careful. Well, and here's the thing is that these are characters. I like that they flesh out the character background in terms of what they know and their experience, that they're not just killing machines. And so they flesh out just the idea of what it means to be a Spartan. However, uh, while they have a lot of experience, I'm guessing that uh, sub, uh, subterfuge and deception is not a big, big aspect of their experience because by dyeing her hair, it pretty much sets up a, Giant red flare, I think. Red signal flare to Halsey that something's weird. I do like the fact that they didn't wait, right? That Master Chief took out his chip, was it last week? Yep, last episode, yeah. Last week, and she doesn't wait, and it's just the next week, the next next domino falls, right? It doesn't take, like, three episodes for someone else to try it, or, you know, and, and it makes perfect sense that he is the leader. They look up to him. And there's, it makes sense at least one of them would be curious to experience what he's experiencing. And to be honest, I, I, maybe all of them would if they knew, right? It's, she only knew, uh, was curious because she saw it actually happen. 
right? And if she hadn't seen it, she would have probably never took out her emotion uh, depressor at all. But if the other two Spartans that we've met, including Kai, if they all saw her, I bet you they all would have popped it out. But I don't know. You, you know, you're right, Mike. They're still individuals, each of them. So maybe they would act differently, each of them. Um, but at least um, due to a mishap where she happens to see what happened, she decides to do the same. And uh, that was that was a um, a good way to to to, to get that storyline rolling pretty quick, I think. And and like you said, Mike, thank God they didn't do it like in three episodes from now or something. Um, and I also liked how, um, as you said, Sean, uh, she uses the the red uh, oil or whatever it is, and and decides to dye her hair a little bit with streaks. Uh, which immediately allows Keys to know that something is off as well, rather than um, us already knowing what happened and we watch another character on screen not knowing and have to find out like three or four episodes later. Instead, she finds out pretty much equal with us, which is kind of good, I feel. Yeah. And it feels like Miranda will be a an ally I think for, so. for, for, for Kai and for the Spartans. Yep. More so than Halsey. <laughs> or Halsey's little guy who like almost kissed her clone. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> he just oh, he just geez. looked like the actor does a great job of just being a real creeper. <laughs> Even when he's not doing anything really creepy. Yep. So good good job, actor. <laughs> oh, can I say the uh, the story, the pet story was just Yes. That was also uh, not Oh my god, so that was, was awful. That was terrible. Uh, what happened with this pet, the pet story? Explain that for audiences. The each of the characters, each of the members of the squad, oh, or yeah, the, the yeah. Spartans in training, was given a pet. Yes. And whenever they would go out on training missions or war games or whatever it is, if you lost, they made you kill your pet. That's right. Oh, oh well, well, let's rephrase that. Halsey made them kill the pet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, and the one marine uh, had a. Uh, is, is what is a pig, Ivan the Terrible? Yes, yeah. Um, he he still had to kill the pig, even though he never. No, he lost. said he never. Did he? Did oh he no, no, they, no. He's they, the one that never had to kill him. Right, but they kill. But then Halsey killed the pig anyway, or something yes. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is another reason why I say Halsey is evil. <laughs> She's dead. Yeah, that's that, with that. Yeah, that, that's a, that's. A, you're right. You're right. There, uh, there, there's no question now. Killing animals for no reason. Uh, well, to serve the to, lesson that. The only one you're loyal to is each other. I think that's just uh, that's just cruelty, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. It, it's almost sociopathic for sure, because you know when you kill animals for non-food uh, purposes, um, then the, yeah, that's just that's just sociopathic. You know, I mean, she has a. I mean, yeah, I don't know. You could argue. I mean, sure, I'm sure there's some scientists that are listening in the to this podcast or watch the show and say, well, you know, you have to experiment on animals, you know, uh, because uh, we're going to make sure, you know, this thing doesn't cause cancer or that thing does this. So there's someone out there that will say that what she did was not sociopathic. No, but that's, there's a difference between if you experiment on animals, usually those scientists do not experiment on their pets. 
there is an emotion. They, they try to do their best to maintain an emotional detachment, especially if it's something that they know they're going to have to kill. Right. This was this is killing to impart a relatively arbitrary lesson. It's it's a cruel thing in that if they encourage the kids to form attachment and then take it away. Yeah. And that's where the cruelty comes in. The the greater good part is really kind of lost in the shuffle here for me. Right, right. Well, and and even even just killing the animals um, for no purpose, uh, you know, because she could have took Ivan the Terrible and said, all right, uh, we're, we're giving him away to a farmer now or something. But no, they just kill him. So it's yeah. So that's a fair point, Mike. Um, and the other animals that they had weren't animals that are generally considered food. Uh, and they were just killed too. So that's a fair point, Mike. Um, I was just trying to play devil's advocate there. And you pretty much destroyed that, that argument. So all you scientists that are listening that were going to say, well, you know, it's for science. You're wrong. But it's not. I mean, this is, I mean, they chose the term Spartan deliberately. Um, I, it's, and I don't claim to be in any way, shape, or form an expert on on history of ancient Greek, but um, the Spartans did live a really brutal lifestyle. And in order to train their their children to grow up to be warriors, and Halsey is really seems to be taking that right. similar approach. And it worked for a while, and then it then it didn't. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's what we're gonna we're, we're gonna figure out probably uh, as we go forward. Um, so uh, I did like some of the suspense they did with with uh, this T's Kai storyline, where because you she popped out the uh, emotion uh, thing um, thing she we or I should say we the audience expected that when she touched the artifact something amazing was going to happen but it didn't so that, that i thought that was a good special moment um and the way that keys like freaked out don't touch it oh my god and then nothing happened so yeah that was, that was cool. awesome and i also did like that from you speaking of scientists from a scientific perspective it makes sense have another spartan touch it yep right nobody else touched it and got a response well maybe it was because he was a spartan nope that didn't work either so it made perfect sense that they would try that yeah, exactly, exactly. But for us, the audience, it made it even more interesting because we knew of a Spartan that didn't have the thing in, inside her anymore, and it kind of gave us a minor suspense that there was a chance that it had something to do with the emotion thing. But again, that had wasn't the case either. So, um, so that ruled out that. Um, now they're doing the translation thing and. It'll be interesting because in the video game, all the aliens speak English, um, or at least in the United States and Canada and wherever England English language is spoken. Um, so I wonder if they're going to try to dis, uh, create a thing where you're going to wear things in your helmet that will automatically make you understand the language of the aliens. So universal translator? Yeah, that's what I think they're going there. And that will explain away why are the aliens speaking English in, you know, in the game. You know, so when we hear the aliens later in the show and they're all speaking English, which is where I think they're gonna go, um, it's because of the chip. Or or, D, or the language translator as you called it. Sean. I will say I find it a little implausible that they've been doing this for 
however many years, and right, nobody, right. No, no one has asked the Spartans if they learned anything, or the Spartans have never <laughs> shared that they learned anything. I mean, I or, or I, just spies to you know, yeah. you know, hire hire <laughs> uh, spies that would just try to translate languages, you know. Right. So um, I'm sure they they all would have had debriefings. Or computers I'm sure they could do it. They would have said, "What did you learn?" And at some point, they would have said, "They said." Which which means rainbow, <laughs> and okay, we'll check that off. That's a but. I'm willing to put that aside in the, the suspension of disbelief category because I think that made an interesting bonding moment for the two of them, and it was a way for Miranda to get respect for the Spartans beyond their just again them just being killing machines. The idea that they have intelligence, that they have something to offer beyond just a gun. Also, it, it allows the Spartans to have, um, I guess, trust in Miranda as well, right? Because it's, it, but I, I think now that Kai has emotions and can think the same way as Miranda can think, they're both uh, are a little suspect of each other, and so I think it goes both ways, Mike, too. Um, and that's why they work, the working relationships of the Spartans with Miranda will will work as much as Miranda seeing the value of Spartans as you know intelligence or and other things more than just military machines. And I think they'll be brought together by a common enemy in Halsey. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you could be right. Yeah. The thing that you you bring up, Mike, about the the translation, like they just now are doing the translation stuff, like it really makes me wonder. Like they must be really retconning the the actual story of the war, because this right. is the second thing that like really doesn't make sense if the war's been going on for twenty years or whatever. Right. That yeah, the, you wouldn't have yeah. attempted any of this stuff before. Right. Right. Well, I do question because they said it's been going on for forty years. I mean, they've been going on long enough. Certainly, been enough encounters between uh, Master Chief and the Covenant for them to be already have nicknamed him the Demon. Yep. But it's not been going on in such a way that's so full fledged a war that that's um, been forced out to the public that anyone knows it's going on. Apparently, outside the upper echelons of government and these sort of secret programs. So I, I don't know like how off how many skirmishes have there really been? You know, what we saw was a battle over a town. Right. And it wasn't even that. They really just wanted that piece, right? They were looking for that piece. Well, yeah, and but so I mean, how often has this happened? Does this happen you know, is this something that's like I don't think this is an ongoing concern like we're seeing in like in Ukraine right now where there's action happening right. on a daily basis. I think this might be as a quote unquote war a skirmish or two, uh, you know, or maybe a year or something, maybe is what we're really seeing, or maybe it's as opposed to something that's just ongoing. Where exactly are we? How many battles, how many fights have, have there been over these last 20 years? Just how much, I mean, space is big. <laughs> it's it's not always easy to just bump into somebody, I have to imagine. Um, it's, and I don't even know that anyone's really looking for each other. Because in this case, they just kind of, Happened to be where they were, where the where the the covenant was looking. 
Well, and it's interesting you guys were talking about the language thing. I just finished the first book in that Forerunner tri- trilogy, and it doesn't talk anything about them not being able to understand each other, and the Forerunners are talking to humans all through the whole book. So, yeah, so it's kind maybe, of interesting. It could be something like you said, Sean, they're retro pieces of what we know of Halo uh, to add these new storylines. You know, like this translation storyline or something, or even what you said, Mike, which is adding that only the government and the military know the existence of the covenant and the regular humans don't. I don't know. So, um, yeah, and the reason that, that they killed all the humans or attempted to kill all the humans when they went for the artifact was the humans are considered heretics. And in their religion, it it is good to kill all heretics. Um, and that and that goes to the story, right, where the humans are supposed to be the ones to take over the mantle after the forerunners. Right. Mm-hmm. But the, the message got changed, and that's where the leaders of the Covenant, the I can't remember their names right now, went and actually changed yeah, the, the, the prophets. The, the prophets, the prophets yeah. claimed that it was supposed to be the Covenant that is supposed to take over, and that to kill the humans. Right. And then they were going to use the halo to blow up certain sections of the solar systems and universe, because then they will go to the next world where the forerunners have already gone, supposedly. Um, when in fact, I think the forerunners got into a war and died off, um, partly because of the flood too, and all this other stuff. So, uh, but the, for the covenant, the forerunners don't exist anymore because They've gone. They've traversed to heaven already, or, or whatever you want, Valhalla, or whatever the covenant calls their next world. Um, yeah, and that's basically what was happening in the book I was reading. Was the forerunners were starting to come apart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even in the fifth game, uh, not the fifth game, the sixth game, uh, or latest game, Halo Infinite, there's even a new um, a, a new alien race that's even older than the, the forerunners and the covenant has a, a break off uh, where there's a, a group called the banished which are they rename themselves and they're they're basically continuing the war similar to the covenant uh, yeah. as well but I think you have to remember we, that they have said from the beginning that this is its own separate continuity from the games and the novels and all the other established stuff. So, Which well, they certainly have a problem though. Well, no, not if you take this for what it is. Uh, but, but that, that would be like, um, you know, the, the new star tracks retconning everything from the last, all the older star tracks. Well, or like every Batman is a different Batman than the Batman you have in the comics. There has well, to be something common, or else there's no story. That's the same. There's something but, to come, but 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 I'm saying is if they're well, trying that's to a scrutinize, point, if you're trying yeah. to scrutinize too much about what it is, is it like in the book or what is it like in the com- in the games, as opposed to here, which is I think the games were a starting point, but they're not going to be beholden to having things play out exactly as they do there. There's going to be changes. There's going to be differences. And you just kind of have to, have to roll with that, you know, just as they did. Game of Thrones was different from the the books. 
Only when there were no more books. It was uh, no. Well, they got rid of the, they got changes. rid of Griff and they got rid of uh, this, Lady Stoneheart. You know. Yeah, so it was closer though. It was closer. Right. Yeah. But it's also easier to it's it's a closer narrative, right? It's in that it was a single series of books and a single TV series as opposed to you know many different comics and novels and video games and video games especially are very different i mean look at resident evil versus the, the movies versus resident evil the games right and a lot of people have a problem with that too right yeah i don't have a problem with any of it because i don't know the story that well so sure sure <laughs> none of it bothers but, me really this is long you're as enjoying the book story. right there yeah uh, the first book of the trilogy was really good right well, that's good. That's good. Um, but yeah, Sean mentioned uh, that that one hour video on YouTube, um, and I forget the name of it again, um, is a really good thing to fill you in uh, for anybody that, that isn't a fan, or let me phrase, that hasn't played the video games um, in that universe. Well, and that's um, where it's harder, I think, to change, make huge changes is the overall history. You know, yeah, I don't expect it to fit in with the general narrative of the games or whatever, but the farther reaching things like the historical timeline, I expect some closeness to that, if that makes sense. So I'm worth talking about, again, the broad strokes will probably be there, but the details are going to vary. Um, yeah, and know, that like, I expect. Like, you know, and like, so things like the language, most of the time when... You're playing a video game where your your main goal is just to shoot shit and blow shit up, especially a video game that was originally designed 20 years ago and nobody knew we would still be talking about it now. Um, they probably weren't giving a whole lot of thought as to how anybody understood what they were saying. Right. right. But you know what? You, it, it's a pretty simple thing, right? Because we've seen it in hundreds of television shows and movies where, uh, as, as Sean mentioned, they, they have a language translator, right? And so everybody can understand everybody, even though... Well, and, and now we get stuff where the, like the Star Trek one doesn't work. So they're yeah. adding in stuff like that, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, Phil, the, in case anybody does want to try and check out that video, it's uh, Die Hard GG. It's the channel. And the actual video is the complete story, timeline, and lore of Halo through Infinite. Excellent. And and Infinite is uh, the latest and greatest. The most recent so, game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so it has everything. Um, now, uh, anything else we want to talk about, Kai, and what's going on in that story? Anything? All right. Um, before we get into the Master Chief side, uh, I did want to bring one thing up that we mentioned last week or, or a week ago before that about um, how it feels like there's there's spots for commercials in the show, you know, a lot of fade to blacks and stuff, and and that is true because um, I don't know uh, the Paramount service how it works, but I, I got the. the I th the one with the commercials because I didn't want to spend an extra three bucks. So um, when it fades to black, commercials pop up at that yep. moment. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the commercial version, but I know that's how they do it because they do the same the Star Trek stuff and everything. Yeah, right, right. So, so that that answers folks' question. Um, that yeah, that's intentional because they are making this show for Paramount Plus, which 
has a large portion of their subscribers that that don't get the commercial free one, and uh, they can plop the commercials right in perfectly wherever they have the their um, scene transitions. Um, all right, so let's talk about uh, Master Chief, Master Chief, and Palsy, and and that creep, whatever his name is, yeah, and, and Cortana too. Um, so. Halsey, they, they landed a planet. Thank God they just had them show up to the planet instead of, you know, have a journey for one whole week, you know, one episode to get there. They just, boom, they're there, thank God. And um, so they find his ruined house, and Cortana helps with a virtual reality to try to get him to get his memory back. Um, and they discover where he buried something with his father years ago. Um, why they buried it instead of just throwing it into the garbage and have the, the garbage truck take it away? I, I don't know. I think his um, dad was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny? He's only a dick in that scene. Every other scene they show the dad, he's a nice guy. So I, I unless there was something about it that they couldn't put it in the refuge that, in other words, maybe he didn't want his son to be people to know that his son found something that could make the quote-unquote FBI and CIA of that world come down upon their house. So but instead aren't you, of, like, would it be better to burn it? Then burn it. That's of, what I was thinking, too. You're absolutely right. They should have just burned it. Buried it? Because then if, the, if you're yeah. really scared and they're thorough, they're going to dig your property, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I, don't, so I, I, don't, I didn't understand why it was buried instead of, um, like you said, John, burned. Uh, but either way, they undig it up and they find a suitcase that are basically one of those time uh, capsule capsules. Kind of yeah. Kind of things. Right. And he, it's all his pictures and stuff um, about the artifact. And so it helps him remember where he found the other part of the artifact. And so that's one part of the scene, and that's where they're they're we're gonna get next week's episode. Um, but also during that whole flashback, we get the thing where we find out that Halsey, as a young woman, already knows him as a young child, and is and this is new information to him because it either was wiped from his mind by her technology, or he was just so young he forgot about it. And now I think the former. Makes, yeah, I do too. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Can um, I ask a question? Yeah, of course. So these stones, do they have anything to do in the game? I mean, are do they exist in the game? What do they have to do with? Um that's a good question. I, I haven't played the game for a while, but Sean may actually know more than me because he most recently watched a video of the one our thing, but um, I know Aren't the artifacts are supposed to lead you to the halo rings, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. And All then right. you activate them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, and from reading the book, sorry, one last thing. So it sounds like the halos are weapons as well as preserves. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Basically, they they're they're like an arc. Yeah, they're like a giant arc where it, life lives. And there's mountains and trees and stuff, so it's pretty cool. And but they're also a, a, a giant weapon. 
Yeah. Okay. yeah. That wipes out a whole section of a solar system, and it's intentional to be that devastating. So it's like the doomsday machine from Dr. Strangelove, because it's supposed to wipe out the flood if the flood uh, just overwhelm and you can't stop it. And, yeah. And so if you, you wipe basically out, have to starve them out. Yeah. So you press the button, it blows up everything, including the flood, and then the flood can't uh, continue to the next solar system. Yeah. Um, and because and self-defeating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and since the Covenant discovered they exist, they're like, "Ooh, this is good. This this will bring wipe out everything and bring us everybody to the next universe or next life." Um, so what do we want to talk about, uh, with this, this, uh, storyline, Mike, you haven't said anything recently. What, what do you got? Um, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's, I know you said it, you were, it didn't, it, it was, didn't really grip yeah, me. I mean, boy, it, right? yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. I wasn't bored. I wasn't all that necessarily compelled by it either. Um, it was filling in background, most of which I could already kind of guess, which is, okay, he was on the alien world and, you know, and he found something and he had a connection to it. And there was enough hints and everything in the previous episodes of what we saw that I, I didn't need to have this all spelled out for me. But um, some people do. But some people do. And I'm not faulting it. And yeah, I, so I get it. It's, it's bookkeeping. Um. And and that's sometimes necessary in a film or a movie. I get that. I'm not necessarily complaining about it. I just don't know that there was a lot uh, for me to say. Um, I didn't get enough emotion from it because he's still not used to his emotions. It didn't feel yeah. strong enough for me. And the only part that felt strong was when he saw Halsey. Yeah, yeah, and she knew something was up, but she did, he couldn't she couldn't figure out what it was. But his emotion became very quiet and angry. And I think even Cortana said, um, "I think your you know heart rate and all this stuff is changing." But I'm also curious: did Cortana see what he saw? Yeah, me too. And it's interesting because Halsey wants the stone, right? But I don't think she wants him to remember that stuff from his past. No. <laughs> right. yeah, I do think Halsey made a mistake um, in denying, like when she says that he knew her. Like she, he remembered her being there. Yeah, because it's just a straight up lie and he found out now. Right. Yeah. I think it would have been better to, to steer the lie. Yeah. Right. Rather than than outright, you know, steer steer the memory into something, you know, that she came after they died or after the disease or something, or it maybe feels like that's it's her arrogance. Oh uh, yeah. I'm thinking focus. She's just focused on the stone, so she's making mistakes. Mike, your opinion on that one? Yeah, I think it's I, I think it's a mistake. I don't think she's particularly good at her um uh at being deceptive. Yeah. 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 I think she's a, she's making assumptions here. She's trying too hard to cover up. And she thinks she's smarter than everybody else. Which is the arrogance right. aspect that I was going with. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and also she's probably so 
brainwashing herself, thinking that, okay, the Spartans, I wiped out their minds so they don't remember their childhoods, but not understanding that removing the chip doesn't only give people emotions again, but it also floods back their history, at least with with this guy here, because unlike the other Spartans or other people, period, he can feel the artifact and it's, you know, it, it affects him. So if she is foolish, it's maybe because she doesn't understand what the artifact has done to him. But again, she knows enough that some of these memories of his past have come back and being smart as she is, she would assume that, okay, the artifact is bringing back the memories that I wiped out even before this incident where, you know, and, and if he knows that I, I got to cover my ass now and say, yeah, you may start seeing memories of me and when you were a boy too, or something like that. But yeah, she, she, as you said, Mike, I think she dropped the ball big time. I think it's also an aspect of she's used to getting her way and getting away with stuff. At least that's what the feeling that I've got. So you get to a point, right, where you just begin to think that you're invincible. Well, and she thinks she has total control of him via Cortana. So she's not worried about anything, but she's really going to be unleashing a power she doesn't understand at all. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. And, and she's been doing the illegal experiments for how long, right? Right, right. And you so, would also <laughs> you would also think people would be asking where she is and why she's going to the planet too, right? I mean, uh, because that's a that's a, a thing they, they've. They, I mean, I guess they know she's left, right? That's why they're allowing keys to work, Miranda to work on the artifact, I guess, but you would think they would be curious why she's going to this quote-unquote planet that had a, either a false flag or a pandemic. I would have thought they would have had someone shadow her because that the UNSC yeah. woman who doesn't like her, right, and has already been yeah. manipulated by Halsey, I would have thought, like, yes, get Miranda to work on the stuff here, but also send someone to shadow and see what Halsey's actually up to. Well, right. Halsey kind of has that guy that kind of backs her so that, it's it's a political thing at that point, right? Yeah, that, that was that's the one thing is that the the council, whatever that government council was, is backing her over the admiral. So maybe she has caught blank, Blanche, and 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 they they don't worry about what she's doing, and and she's she's fine. Which so also seems be, stupid. Maybe. <laughs> she said she it depends on what her. It like, depends on what her results have been. That's the problem. She guess, obviously yeah, has that guy behind her for some reason, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, if we look in real life at at, at real governments, um, you know, they 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 don't necessarily um, shadow everybody, uh, no. especially even, but they do shadow a lot of people. But something like this, I could see maybe they'd let it go. Um, but yeah. Uh, anything else we want to talk about uh, this storyline? Mike, I, I don't like her. 
Yeah, let, me, I, I, let me ask yeah. you um, um, how you said it left left us off at that spot where we have to, now have to wait for next week. Um, obviously, that 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 kind of was deflated you or something. Is that well? You, it's oh, we're we know they walked down. Maybe I blinked and I missed it, but they they walked down into the the, the underground cavern. They clearly yeah. find the artifact, yeah. but they never show you the artifact. Right. Right. So they just kind of like they leave you the promise of showing you the artifact, and that seems like a really weird way to end as a cliffhanger is just not showing you a thing that you know is right there. Right. I agree. So because then what? They're going to show it to you next week and wait another week to show you how it's used. Um, I don't. I have a feeling that's not what it's going to be. Right. Maybe there's a lot of special effects involved, and they're saving it for the next episode. Uh, I don't know. If you do them, you do them, right? It doesn't matter yeah. what, which <laughs> doesn't episode matter. at this point. It would have been fine to show, oh, look, ooh, artifact, and then come back and, ooh, look at what it does. Or more likely you're going to need to uh, put the two artifacts together to find out what they all do, which is lead you to the the halo, the... Uh, what the sacred circle? What did they call it? Yeah, uh, what the covenant calls it. Yeah. Well, I think, I think they also call it a halo too. I mean, like, because again, halo is representative of religion as well. Um, but I think that's that's how it, it, they talk about it in the game, where it's called a number of things, and then they eventually just go with halo because um, the covenant looks at it as quote-unquote, the good, you know, and Halos are supposed to be on good people and stuff, and it's a circle. And... Well, I mean, the funny thing is, if you know... A ring, I should say. Like, when you when you start knowing, like, the, the origin and history of things, I mean, the idea that Halo being a sacred thing is specifically coming out of human mythology. Um, there's no reason that we have to think um, right. that another alien race would identify the term Halo as being something sacred, and that they're their religious icons are also surrounded by rings of light, but nevertheless, we, we just kind of take it for granted. So I, I just, I do kind of find that funny. Um, but that's me. But you may but, be right, Mike, that, uh, that the aliens call it something else completely. And, and I'm just mistaken. And then that it was just the humans that call it the halo. But anyway, well, the humans call it the halo, but they said something like sacred circle. The forerunners call it halo in the book. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. Interesting. But you you continue what you were saying. I, I think it's just that the idea that's the the closest translation we have would be Halo. Sure, sure. Right, and that they may just literally mean it the sacred ring, and has you know, and mean it as literally that a ring that is sacred, as opposed to the idea of a glowing light surrounding a thing. Right, right. Yeah, true, true. Uh, let's see. Anything else that we want to bring up? About this episode or the series in general, anything? All right, I guess we can probably start wrapping it up. Um, all right, so uh, next week's episode, uh, we'll just give that information out before we get into our wrap up here. Uh, but it's uh, actually a 
Uh, it's not announced yet for some reason, uh, so that's fine. Um, they, they've been doing that. Last week's homecoming was announced early, the name, but this week, next week uh, I don't have that information. Um, so I guess we'll just get into our final thoughts. Um, so, Sean, why, why don't you start? Uh, how did you think of this episode, and where do you think they're going next week? Uh, actually, I think the next episode is called Reckoning. Okay, there you go. Excellent. Good. Good. Um, uh, for me, again, it was kind of like there are some good aspects to the episode, some stuff that I could have really done without. Um, so again, just kind of it's in the middle for me. And uh, though I am interested to see what happens with the Kai stuff and just see uh, what happens with uh, Halsey and Master Chief with the artifact. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, uh, Mike. Yeah, it's an okay episode. Um, this, you are in this point where you're in the middle of the story. And it's often, the beginnings can be exciting, endings can be exciting, middles, trying to connect the two can be difficult. And we all know where it's going, or at least we think we know where it's going, which I think is what makes it even more problematic. This is, you know, since we do a hard podcast, you know, when you're, you're, you're looking at the screen and the detectives are trying to figure out what killed the people who have two holes in their neck and drained all their blood, and we're just screaming, it's a fucking vampire! <laughs> And, and so we all know it's going there. We all know that's what's happening. It's going, we're going to the halo. Um, but for obvious story reasons, obviously the characters can't get there as fast as we can. So, so I, I think I understand it's a problem. It's a narrative issue. Um, and I think they're going there a little slowly, but they're getting there. And uh, I have a feeling, I think we'd said this, I think I said this before, right? That you're going to like at one, two, three was the f- beginning. Now we're in the middle. And then, you know, probably seven, eight, nine will be the last three episodes. But like a name like Reckoning has me think there will be something coming. I'm kind of wondering if it might be Halsey where the Reckoning is. Um, or maybe the Reckoning is going to have to do with Kai and uh, all the family stuff. I don't know. Maybe it will, you know, they'll actually make it connect to all the different stories. We'll see. And there's still Mark, uh, Mackie or whatever going out on her mission, too, so who knows? Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, let's go with you, uh, Barrett. I liked the episode. It was not the most dynamic episode. There were some exciting pieces. Um, like Mike said, it's, you know, the middle. We're in the middle area. Uh, it kind of feels like a bridge to the end. Um, so it's the start of the bridge. Uh, we'll see what, what happens next all right sounds good uh yeah for me um yeah it was all right um it was uh obviously a build building episode uh you know build some more background and, and stuff um try to move quan storyline uh forward a bit um and things like that so it's, it's a bridge episode pretty much a bridge episode um but uh the parts that were interesting, like the Kai's 125 and the, in my opinion, the Master Chief stuff um, and the reveal that he knew Halsey as a young kid and stuff uh, were pretty good. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, though, we, we start getting into uh, alien action coming up. I want to I see more elites and stuff. And, and we still haven't even met uh, the Brutes, 
or the jackals or the grunts or the and, hunters and, in their actual form. The, right, exactly. So so it, you know, so it'll be curious to when will it, it, when and if we'll see any of them too. Um because when we saw the first episode and the elites invaded, they didn't bring the grunts and jackals, which was kind of weird because the grunts and jackals are always with the elites. So, um, at least in the but, games. but that's I always know, one I extra. Know. It's always one extra CGI model they have to make. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But if you if you, you don't put them in, that'll be unfortunate because they're so iconic to the game. Uh, the elites are the most iconic, but the jackals and the grunts, especially, are almost in every battle. So we, I hope that we we'll see them. Um, so yeah, yeah uh, so we'll see what happens next week. It'll be interesting. Uh, see where they go. Um, all right. So uh, a couple other things here. Uh, we are going to record next week's episode on the 25th of April, Monday, following the episode release on the 21st of April, and then we will release it our podcast episode on the 26th. So next week's episode will be released on the 26th of April uh, for listeners. So uh, look out for that. Now, if you're a subscriber to Dr. Discussions podcast or the um, Cortana's communique podcast, wherever you follow podcasts, it'll pop up automatically for you. But if you're the type of person like me, which doesn't subscribe to anything, and I just um, go and search uh, weekly for stuff or daily for stuff. Um, that's when it will be available, the 26th of April. Um, so uh, I guess we can pretty much wrap it up, and that's pretty good. So, uh, Mike, uh, why don't you leave this out? Uh, thank you once again for listening to Cortana's Communiques, Episode 4, Homecoming. Uh, tune in next week when we'll listen to episode or discuss episode five, The Reckoning, and uh, maybe find out what the fuck's going on with Quantum.